are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. The Andromeda Galaxy is a spiral galaxy approximately 2.5 million light years from Earth. In the Andromeda constellation, also known as Messier 31, M31, or NGC 224. It is often referred to as the Great Andromeda Nebula. The Andromeda Galaxy is the nearest spiral galaxy to our Milky Way galaxy, but not the closest galaxy overall. It gets its name from the area of the sky in which it appears, the constellation of Andromeda, which was named after the mythical princess Andromeda. The Andromeda Galaxy is the largest galaxy of the local group, which also contains the Milky Way, the Triangulum Galaxy, and about 30 other smaller galaxies. Although the largest, the Andromeda Galaxy may not be the most massive, as recent findings suggest that the Milky Way Galaxy contains more dark matter and could be the most massive in the grouping. In the year 2006, 
observations by the Spitzer Space Telescope revealed that the Andromeda Galaxy contains one trillion stars, at least twice the number of stars in the Milky Way Galaxy, which is estimated to be 200 to 400 billion. The Andromeda Galaxy is estimated to be 7.1 times 10 to the 11th solar masses. In comparison, a 2009 study estimated that the Milky Way and Andromeda galaxies are about equal in mass, while a 2006 study put the mass of the Milky Way at approximately 80% of the mass of the Andromeda galaxy. Shockingly, the two galaxies are expected to collide in 3.75 billion years, eventually merging to form a giant elliptical galaxy. At an apparent magnitude of 3.4, the Andromeda Galaxy is notable for being one of the brightest Messier objects, making it visible to the naked eye on moonless nights, even when viewed from areas with moderate light pollution. Although it appears more than six times as wide as the full moon when photographed through a large telescope, only the brighter central region is visible to the naked eye or when viewed using binoculars or a small telescope. The Persian astronomer Abd al-Rahman al-Sufi wrote a tantalizing line about the chain constellation in his book the Book of Fixed Stars in the year 964 AD, describing it as a small cloud. Star charts of that period have labeled it as the Little Cloud. The first description of the object based on telescopic observation was given by German astronomer Simon Marius on December 15, 1612. Charles Messier cataloged it as object M31 in the year 1764 and incorrectly credited Marius as the discoverer unaware of al-Sufi's earlier work. In the year 1785, the astronomer William Herschel noted a faint reddish hue in the core region of the M31. He believed it to be the nearest of all great nebulae, and based on the color and magnitude of the nebula, 
he incorrectly guessed that it was no more than 2,000 times the distance of Sirius, the star. William Huggins, in the year 1864, observed the spectrum of M31 and noted that it differed from its gaseous nebula. The spectra of M31 displayed a continuum of frequencies superimposed with dark absorption lines that help identify the chemical composition of an object. The Andromeda Nebula was very similar to the spectra of individual stars and from this it was deduced that M31 had a stellar nature. In the year 1885, a supernova known as Supernova Andromedae was seen in M31, the first and so far only one observed in that galaxy. At the time, M31 was considered to be a nearby object, so the cause was thought to be much less numinous and unrelated event called a nova, and was named accordingly Nova 1885. The first photographs of M31 were taken in the year 1887 by Isaac Roberts from his private observatory in Sussex, England. The long duration exposure allowed the spiral structure of the galaxy to be seen for the first time. However, at the time, this object was still commonly believed to be a nebula within our galaxy, and Roberts mistakenly believed that M31 and similar spiral nebula were actually solar systems being formed with the satellite's nascent planets. The radial velocity of this object, with respect to our solar system, was measured in the year 1912 by Vesto Sleifer at the Lowell Observatory using spectrocracy. The result was the largest velocity recorded at the time, at 300 kilometers per second, or 190 miles per second, moving in the direction of our sun. In the year 1917, astronomer Herbert Curtis observed a nova within M31. Searching the photographic record, 11 more novae were discovered. Curtis, 
notice that these novae were, on average, 10 magnitudes fainter than those that occurred elsewhere in the sky. As a result, he was able to come up with a distant estimate of 500,000 light years. He became a proponent of the so-called island universes hypothesis, which held that spiral nebula were actually independent galaxies. In 1920, the great debate between Harlow Shapley and Curtis took place concerning the nature of the Milky Way spiral nebula and the dimensions of the universe. To support his claim that the great Andromeda Nebula, M31, was an external galaxy, Curtis also noted the appearance of dark lanes resembling the dust clouds in our own galaxy, as well as the significant Doppler shift. In 1922, Ernst Oppik presented a very elegant and simple astrophysical method to estimate the distance of M31. His result put the Andromeda Nebula far outside our galaxy at a distance of about 450,000 parsecs, which is 1.5 million light years away. Edwin Hubble settled the debate in the year 1925 when he identified extragalactic CFID variable stars for the first time on astronomical photos of M31. These were made using the 100-inch Hooker telescope at Mount Wilson, California, and they enabled the distance of Great Andromeda Nebula to be determined. Hubble's measurements demonstrated conclusively that his feature was not a cluster of stars and gas within our galaxy, but an entirely separate galaxy located a significant distance from our own. Remember, at this time, scientists thought that all stars in the sky were stars in the Milky Way galaxy. M31 plays an important role in galactic studies since it is the nearest spiral galaxy, although not the nearest galaxy. In the year 1943, Walter Bade was the first person to resolve stars in the central region of the Andromeda galaxy. Based on his observations of the galaxy, he was able to discern 
two distinct populations of stars based on their metallicity. Naming the young high-velocity stars in the disk Type 1 and the older red stars in the bulge Type 2. This nomenclature was subsequently adopted for stars within the Milky Way and elsewhere. Bade, who also discovered that there were two types of CFID variables, which resulted in a doubling of the distance estimates to M31, as well as the remainder of the universe. Radio emissions from the Andromeda Galaxy was first detected by Hanbury Brown and Cyril Hazard at Jordo Bank Observatory using the 218-foot transit telescope and was announced in the year 1950. Earlier observations were made by radio astronomy pioneer Grote Reber in 1940, but were inconclusive and were later shown to be an order of magnitude too high. The first radio maps of the galaxy were made in the 1950s by John Baldwin and collaborators at the Cambridge Radio Astronomy Group. The core of the Andromeda Galaxy is called 2C56 in the 2C Radio Astronomy Catalog. In 2009, the first planet may have been discovered in the Andromeda Galaxy. This candidate was detected using a technique called microlensing, which is caused by the deflection of light by massive objects. The measured distance to the Andromeda Galaxy was doubled in 1953 when it was discovered that there is another dimmer type of CFID. In the 1990s measurements of both standard red giants as well as red clump stars from the Hypocaris satellite measurements were used to calibrate the CFID distances. The evolution of M31 is fascinating. According to scientists, M31 was formed out of the collision of two smaller galaxies between 5 and 9 billion years ago. M31's basic history has been very unique. 
Andromeda, was born roughly 10 billion years ago from the merger of many smaller proto-galaxies, leading to a galaxy smaller than the one we see today. The most important event in M31's past history was the collision that took place approximately 8 billion years ago. This violent collision formed most of its metal-rich galactic halo, an extended disk, and during that epoch, Andromeda's star formation would be very high, to the point of becoming luminous infrared galaxy, roughly a hundred million years. billion years ago, M31 and the Triangulum Galaxy, known as M33, had a very close passage. This event produced high levels of star formation across the Andromeda Galaxy disk, even some globular clusters and disturbed M33's outer disk. While there has been activity during the last two billion years, this has been much lower than during the past. There have been interactions with satellite galaxies like M32 and in 110 or others that have already disappeared absorbed by M31 that have formed structures like Andromeda's giant stellar stream and a merger roughly a hundred million years ago that is behind the counter-rotating disk of gas found in the center of M31 as well as the presence there of a relatively young, stellar population. It is during this epoch, star formation through M31's disk decreased to the point of nearly shutting down to increasingly, again, relatively recent. M31 is close enough to the tip of the red giant branch that its gravity affects one another. Mass estimates for the Andromeda Galaxy halo, including dark matter, give a value of approximately 1.2 trillion solar masses. That is more than double for the Milky Way. Thus M31 may be less massive than our own galaxy, although the error range is still too large to say for certain. Even so, the masses of the Milky Way and M31 are comparable 
and M31's spheroid actually has a higher stellar density than that of the Milky Way. In particular, M31 appears to have significantly more common stars than the Milky Way and an estimated luminosity of M31 is about 25% higher than that of our own galaxy. However, the rate of star formation in the Milky Way is much higher with M31 producing only about one solar mass per year compared to three to five solar masses for the Milky Way. The rate of supernova in the Milky Way is also double than that of M31. This suggests that M31 once experienced a great star formation phase, but now is in a relatively state of quiet, whereas the Milky Way is experiencing a more active star formation phase. Should this continue, the luminosity in the Milky Way may overtake that of M31. Based on its appearance in visible light, the Andromeda Galaxy is classified as a SASB galaxy in the Vancouver Sandage Extended Classification System of Spiral Galaxies. However, data from the two-mass satellite survey showed that the bulge of M31 has a box-like appearance, which implies that the galaxy is actually a barred spiral galaxy, like the Milky Way, with the Andromeda galaxy's bar viewed almost directly along its long axis. In 2005, astronomers used the Keck telescopes to show that the tenuous sprinkle of stars extending outward from the galaxy is actually part of the main disk itself. This means that the spiral disks of stars in M31 is three times larger in diameter than previously estimated. This constitutes evidence that there is a vast extended stellar disk that makes the galaxy more than 220,000 light years in diameter. Previously, estimates of the Andromeda galaxy size range from 70,000 to 120,000 light years across. The galaxy is inclined an estimated 77 degrees relative to, to the Earth 
analysis of the cross-sectional shape of the galaxy appears to demonstrate a pronounced S-shaped warp rather than just a flat disk. A possible cause of such a warp could be gravitational interaction with the satellite galaxies near M31. The galaxy M33 could be responsible for some warp in M31's arms, though more precise distances and radial velocities are required. Spectroscopic studies have provided detailed measurements of the rotational velocity of M31 at various radii from the core. In the vicinity of the core, the rotational velocity climbs to a peak of 225 kilometers per second or 140 miles per second at a radius of 1300 light years from the core then descends to a minimum at 7000 light years where the rotation velocity may be as low as 50 kilometers per second or 31 miles per second Thereafter, the velocity steadily climbs again out to the radius of 33,000 light years, where it reaches a peak of 250 kilometers per second, or 160 miles per second. The velocities slowly decline beyond that distance dropping to around 200 kilometers per second or 120 miles per second at 80,000 light years from the core. These velocity measurements imply a concentrated mass of about 6 to the 10 solar masses in the nucleus. The total mass of the galaxy increases linearly out to 45,000 light years and then more slowly beyond that radius. The spiral arms of M31 are outlined by a series of H2 regions that Bade described as resembling beads on a string they appear to be tightly wound, although they are more widely spaced than in our galaxy. Rectified images of the galaxy show a fairly normal spiral galaxy with the arms wound up in a clockwise direction. There are two continuous trailing arms that are separated 
from each other by a minimum of about 13,000 light years. These can be followed outward from a distance of roughly 1,600 light years from the core. The most likely cause of the spiral pattern is thought to be interaction with galaxy M32. This can be seen by the displacement of the neutral hydrogen clouds from the stars. In the year 1998, images from the European Space Agency's Infrared Space Observatory demonstrated that the overall form of the Andromeda Galaxy may be transitioning into a ring galaxy. The gas and dust within M31 is generally formed into several overlapping rings with a particular prominent ring formed at the radius of 32,000 light years from the core. This ring is hidden from visible light images of the galaxy because it is composed primarily of cold dust. Close examination of the inner region of M31 showed a smaller dust ring that is believed to have been caused by the interaction with M32 more than 200 million years ago. Simulations show that the smaller galaxy passed through the disk of the galaxy in Andromeda along the latter's polar axis. This collision stripped more than half the mass from the smaller M32 and created the ring structures in the Andromeda galaxy. Studies of the extended halo of M31 show that it is roughly comparable to that of the Milky Way, with stars in the halo being generally metal poor, and increasingly so with greater distance. This evidence indicates that the two galaxies have followed similar evolutionary paths they are likely to have accreted and assimilated about one to two hundred low-mass galaxies during the past twelve billion years. The stars in the extended halos of M31 and the Milky Way may extend nearly one-third the distance separating the two galaxies. M31 is known to harbor a dense and compact star cluster at its very center. In a large telescope, 
it creates a visual impression of a star embedded in the more diffuse surroundings bulge. The luminosity of the nucleus is in excess of most luminous globular clusters. In 1991, scientists used the Wild Field Planetary Camera, then on board the Hubble Space Telescope, to image M31's inner nucleus. The nucleus consists of two concentrations separated by 4.9 light years. The brighter concentration designated as P1 is offset from the center of the galaxy. The dimmer concentration P2 falls at the true center of the galaxy and contains a black hole. Scientists have proposed that the observed double nucleus could be explained if P1 is the projection of a disk of stars in an eccentric orbit around the central black hole. The eccentricity is such that stars linger at the orbital apocenter creating a concentration of stars. P2 also contains a compact disk of hot spectral class A stars. The A stars are not evident in red or filters, but in blue and ultraviolet light, they dominate the nucleus, causing P2 to appear more prominent than P1. While at the initial time of its discovery, it was hypothesized that the brighter portion of the double nucleus was the remnant of a small galaxy cannibalized by M31. This is no longer considered a viable explanation, largely because such a nucleus would have an exceedingly short lifetime due to tidal disruptions by the central black hole. While this could be partially resolved if P1 had its own black hole to stabilize it, the distribution of stars in P1 does not suggest that there is a black hole at its center. Apparently, by late 1968, no X-rays had been detected from the Andromeda Galaxy. A balloon flight on October 20, 1970, set an upper limit for detectable hard X-rays from M31.
multiple x-ray sources have since detected in the Andromeda Galaxy using observations from the European Space Agency's XMM-Newton Orbiting Observatory. Scientists have hypothesized that these are candidate black holes or neutron stars which are heating incoming gas to millions of degrees Kelvin and emitting X-rays. The spectrum of the neutron stars is the same as the hypothesized black holes but can be distinguished by their masses. There are approximately 460 globular clusters associated with the Andromeda Galaxy. The most massive of these clusters, identified as Mayol 2, also nicknamed Globular 1, has a greater luminosity than any own another known globular clusters in the local group of galaxies. It contains several million stars and is about twice as luminous as Omega Centauri, the brightest known globular cluster in the Milky Way galaxy. Globular one, or G1, has several stellar populations and a structure too massive for an ordinary globular cluster. As a result, some consider Globular 1 to be the remnant core of a dwarf galaxy that was consumed by M31 in the very distant past. The globular with the greatest apparent brightness is G76, which is located in the southwest arm's eastern half. Another massive globular cluster named O37B327, discovered in 2006, as is heavenly reddened by the Andromeda Galaxy's interstellar dust, was thought to be more massive than Globular One and the largest cluster of the local group. However, other studies have shown it is actually similar in properties to Globular One. Unlike the globular clusters of the Milky Way that show a relatively low age dispersion, Andromeda's globular clusters 
have a much larger range of ages. From systems as old as the galaxy itself to much younger systems with ages between a few hundred million years to five billion years. In 2005, astronomers discovered a completely new type of star cluster in M31. The newfound clusters contain hundreds of thousands of stars. A similar number of stars that can be found in globular clusters. What distinguishes them from the globular clusters is that they are much larger, several hundred light years across, and hundreds of times less dense. The distance between the stars are, therefore, much greater within the newly discovered extended clusters. In the year 2012, a microquasar, a radio burst emanating from a smaller black hole, was detected in the Andromeda galaxy. The progenitor black hole was located near the galactic center and had a solar mass of about 10. The microquasar was the first observed within the Andromeda galaxy and is the first microquasar ever seen outside of the Milky Way galaxy. Like the Milky Way, the Andromeda galaxy has satellite galaxies consisting of 14 known dwarf galaxies. The best known and most readily observed satellite galaxies are M32 and M110. Based on current evidence, it appears that M32 underwent a close encounter with the Andromeda galaxy in the past. M32 may once have been a larger galaxy that had a stellar disk removed by the Andromeda galaxy and underwent a sharp increase of star formation in the core region which lasted until the relatively recent past. M110 also appears to be interacting with M31 and astronomers have found in the halo of M31 a stream of metal-rich stars that appear to have been stripped from the satellite galaxies. M110 does contain a dusty lane which may indicate recent or ongoing star formation.
The Andromeda Galaxy is approaching the Milky Way at about 100 to 140 kilometers per second, or 62 to 87 miles per second, which is about 2 billion to 2.74 billion miles per year, making it one of the few blue-shifted galaxies. The Andromeda Galaxy and the Milky Way Galaxy are thus expected to collide in about 4.5 billion years, although the details are uncertain since Andromeda's tangential velocity with respect to the Milky Way is known to only within a factor of two. The likely outcome of the collision is that the galaxies will merge to form a giant elliptical galaxy. Such events are frequent among galaxies in galaxy groups. The fate of the Earth and the solar system in the event of collision is currently unknown. If the galaxies do not merge, there is a small chance that the solar system could be ejected from the Milky Way or join the Andromeda Galaxy. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.